Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When the Seal family took a vacation to Glacier National Park in Montana they expected to get a large dose of the great outdoors, hiking in the great expanse of the national park and enjoying the company of family. What they didn't know at the time was that evil was en route to literally crash into their family. This is Monsters. David Seal and his wife, Christy, were on vacation in Montana with their three kids. Their youngest child, Mackenzie, was only 18 months old. David was close with his younger sister, 30-year-old Christina, who had decided to accompany them on the trip. The family were walking along the side of the road in East Glacier National Park when out of nowhere, a pickup truck collided with them at speed. The truck skidded off the road, crashing into a large tree and coming to a standstill. With David and Mackenzie lying on the ground and Christy injured, the family struggled to react as the truck driver climbed out of his vehicle unharmed. To their horror, he was brandishing a shotgun. Without missing a moment, he aimed his gun at David's body. Christy had picked up Mackenzie in her arms, hoping that the baby was still alive and tried to run away. When the truck driver noticed that she was trying to flee, he aimed the gun at Christy instead, critically injuring her. The driver became frustrated when his gun ran out of shells, but he had prepared for this moment. It wasn't a random attack. With David Seo and 18-month-old Mackenzie bleeding out and Christy incapacitated with serious injuries, the attacker revealed his motive. Throwing his shotgun to the ground, he grabbed a knife and turned his attention on his main target, Christina Seo, a physician's assistant at the East Glacier Hospital for the local Native American population. The family's attacker was 37-year-old Derek Amos Madden, Christina's ex-boyfriend. To him, the wounds he inflicted on the other members of the family were merely collateral damage. Christina was the one that he wanted to make sure he killed. Derek repeatedly stabbed Christina, inflicting serious injuries, but he had made the mistake of underestimating his ex. Christina was fueled by adrenaline and she fought tooth and nail, managing to wrestle the knife out of Derek's hands. Without hesitation, she turned the weapon on him. Christina didn't hold back. Derek had just hit her with his truck and shot multiple members of her family to death, and she knew that if she wasn't able to take him down, he wouldn't hesitate to kill her. While bleeding heavily from her own wounds, Christina fatally stabbed Derek. 
he died at the scene of the crime, lying next to his victims. Just before 9 p.m. that evening, the Glacier County Sheriff's Department received several emergency calls, reporting that a man had been seen shooting an adult female and that several other victims appeared to be at the scene. Local federal law enforcement responded to the calls, sending out multiple units as well as several deputies from the sheriff's office. First responders arrived at East Glacier National Park and assessed the scene. They reported two men, David Seo and his killer, Derek Madden, who were pronounced dead at the scene, as well as three critically injured female victims, Christina, Christy, and Mackenzie. The two older children had managed to run away during the chaos and had escaped serious injury. Christina, Christy, and Mackenzie were rushed to Indian Health Services in nearby Browning for urgent medical treatment. It was the same hospital where Christina had worked for almost three years. Unfortunately, despite first responders' best efforts, the amount of injuries sustained by Mackenzie's small body were not survivable. At 18 months old, she was pronounced dead shortly after arriving. Because Indian Health Service lacked the facilities to care for life-threatening injuries, Christina and Christy were airlifted to a different hospital. With Christina and Christy both fighting for their lives, and the two older children struggling to deal with losing both a parent and a sibling, the investigation into the shooting began. Derek Madden had quickly been identified as the perpetrator, but as he had died at the scene, his motive and the events leading up to the attack remained a mystery. In the wake of the massacre, investigators began a deep dive into who Derek Madden had been. Derek had spent 10 years of his life as a member of the Oklahoma National Guard, working for the 63rd Civil Support Team, which is designed to support first responders during any kind of serious nuclear, biological, explosion-related, or chemical emergency. He decided to leave the National Guard in April of 2013, and according to a spokesperson, nobody working there had heard from him since he left. Derek had spent some time being deployed to fight in Afghanistan, which, in his sister Michelle Madden's opinion, had had a significant effect on his mental health. On paper, he was a textbook soldier, even receiving an award for valor. In reality, though, he returned home as a completely different man, somebody with a completely different personality and outlook on life. Prior to his deployment, he didn't have any severe mental health issues, but after coming home, he was quickly diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder, bipolar disorder, and borderline personality disorder. It was clear to everyone who knew him that he was no longer coping with reality, haunted by the things he'd seen in Afghanistan. When the soldiers who had served with him discovered that their colleague had been the perpetrator in the shooting of a young family, they were left in shock. One man who had been deployed with Derek told the media, quote, His unit from that mission has been reeling over the past 24 hours, trying to figure out what any of us could have done differently. I hate myself for not staying connected with him. Shortly after the murders, it quickly came to light that Derek hadn't been a stranger to the CO family. In fact, he'd known them for years. Investigators discovered that Derek had previously been in a relationship with Christina, leading them to believe that she had been the target of his attack. It seemed as if their romantic relationship had been inconsistent and troubled, because for the past decade, they had repeatedly called it off and then later decided to start dating again. Maybe Christina had refused to get back together with Derek again, causing him to kill her in an act of revenge. Or maybe it had been a jealous outburst if Christina had started dating again, but he hadn't left a note behind or told anybody of his plan to carry out the attack. Even his family were mystified by his sudden outburst of violence. 
The people closest to Derek described him as someone who was difficult to get to know, somebody who only had a handful of friendships and liked to keep people at arm's length. Michelle gave a statement to the media, apologizing to the SEAL family and stating, quote, We have no idea why he did it. Michelle revealed more information about Derek's mental state, saying that he had alcoholism and chronic depression as well as other mental health issues which had resulted in him being hospitalized on at least one occasion. She said, quote, My brother suffered from mental illness and had a brain injury where they had to put it all back together. He wasn't supposed to drink on his medication, the medication he took every single day, but he had been. In the past, he had multiple instances where he would go sleepwalking and not remember any of it. It only happened when he was drinking on his medication. That's the only thing I can think of. Although Michelle had never expected Derek to go on a killing spree, there was one event she could think of that may have triggered him to go into a rage. A few weeks before the murders, Derek had spent three weeks looking after Michelle's teenage son at his home in Montana, after which he had driven back to Oklahoma to spend the night staying with Michelle. During that night, he confided in Michelle, telling her that his ex-girlfriend Christina had randomly reached out to him to ask how he was. Michelle said, quote, Derek had been really close to getting over her and he was confused by it. I didn't think that he was really that much into her anymore, but I think he had a problem letting go of her for some reason, even though he wasn't really romantically wanting her. I don't know if it was an ego thing or just not wanting to be alone. Michelle tried to rationalize why Derek had snapped and committed such a heinous crime. She hoped that his mental illness had been the culprit, saying, quote, Derek never would have done anything like this if he was in his right mind. That doesn't make any of it okay. It doesn't matter if he meant to do it or not. You can't undo any of it. You can't bring any of those people back. Out of all of the details of the crime, one of the most painful for Michelle to process was that her own young daughter had the same name as 18-month-old Mackenzie. It was even spelled exactly the same. Derek had knowingly run over and shot a baby with the same name as his little niece that he loved to spend time with. Michelle said that she didn't know how he would have brought himself to do that. While Christina and Christy were able to make a full recovery, a family was left without its father and its youngest member. The extended members of the CEO family were left in shock, struggling to process the loss of two people who had been loved by the community. Derek's loved ones faced the ordeal of mourning twice, accepting the loss of Derek himself and facing the fact that he had died in the process of trying to murder his third victim. Michelle said, quote, Derek did a horrible, horrible thing, and now I have to remember him forever for killing this family, and for what? Derek may have been feeling confusion, loss, jealousy, or regret, but none of that was an excuse to be a monster. If you're the victim of domestic abuse, please reach out to someone for help. Please talk to your local shelter or call the National Domestic Abuse Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Or you can go to thehotline.org to chat with someone online. This website is set up so that, at any time, hitting the escape key twice will take you to a Google search page. That way, if your abuser is nearby, you won't get caught seeking help. If you're having feelings of harming yourself or someone else, or even just need someone to talk to, please contact your local mental health facility. Call 911 or call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline by simply dialing 988 in the United States. They're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and will talk to you about any mental health issue you may be facing. 
if you are a member of the LGBTQ community and suffering from discrimination, depression, or are in need of any support, please contact the LGBT National Hotline at 1-888-843-4564 or go to lgbthotline.org. Thanks so much for letting me tell you this story. If you enjoyed it, subscribe on whatever platform you're on, hit like, rate us, or leave us a comment. You can check out our other show, Somewhere Sinister, on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to support the show, check out our merchandise at thisismonsters.com. The link is in the description. Thanks again, and be safe.